0: Hey guys, I am back and ready for action. I have been away from my podcast for about a month, and I'm usually used to um, recording podcasts at least once a month. Completely slipped out for the month of January, um, but I am ready to, you know, get on this and you know, get everything set for you guys. So. I want to go ahead and talk to you guys today because my last podcasts have been not that they have been negative, but I feel like they haven't been proactive. I feel like I've been venting and letting out um, frustrations that I've had or things that's been going on that you know I I just wanted to share. But um, I just I want to be a little bit more proactive and be a little bit more positive, and I definitely want to bring in like just being healthy a lot of people think that being healthy is just making sure that you're free of disease um you don't have cancer like you're not smoking you're eating the right way um you're exercising but in my opinion the way I feel is that health starts with yourself internally and it starts with your mental health and it starts with your mind and then it moves on to your body um I feel like a lot of the issues that we have as we get older is stress, anxiety, depression. Those are the top main things that people suffer from, um, irregardless of any situation. Um, you're worried about not having enough time. You're worried about, um, past things that you can't change. You're worried about things that you're stuck on, that you're you're your own worst enemy, then you guys, you can't get past the situation because you're still stuck in past situations or you're anxious about the future. And I definitely think that, you know, we need to slow down and we really need to learn how to cope with certain things. And um, it's definitely been a long year and it's been a long January. Um, and I've done a lot of self-reflecting, and it is a lot cheaper to mentally work on yourself and go to the gym than go out and drink and have fun when you're not mentally okay. So um, these last couple of weeks, that's what I've been focusing on. And um, today I wanna talk to you more about um, a a partnership that I kind of sort of entered. Um we have my first guest here. His name is Camilo. Um I took one of his classes. Um it was meditation, it was a yoga class and um after that class, like I I really started reflecting on things that I can change and I started looking inward instead of outward. And um I definitely want to offer that to to everyone, because it's it's something that helps you move past situations, helps you cope with certain stresses, helps you cope with anxiety, um, and it's it's helped me a lot. Um, so I have Camilo. Welcome, Camilo. Hi, everybody. <laughs>
1: this is my first time the podcast. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Why are you sorry? <laughs>
0: Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, um, how you got to this point in your life.
1: Well, um, I started, I'm originally from Venezuela. I've been here in the country a long time, around 20 years. Um, I came here when I was 19, and uh, I came to this country pursuing the American dream. And uh, that was, uh, from that moment, I've been uh, like adventure in my life. Uh, I always, from I was little, I was like, I feel this drive that there's something more that like just like, uh, just work and uh, be a, follow a career and build your family. I think there's something more that we can do in life. <clears> One <throat> was the thing that... One of the things that really put me on this track, I think, was uh, failures.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You learn
1: a lot from your failures. Yeah, you learn a lot from your failures. But at the same time, uh, I learned that I was reflecting yesterday and also today that it's time that I fail, I think, it's the best time for me to upgrade myself. Mm -hmm. I'm one of the persons that I will know know lay back or be kind of depressing and stay no move forward. When something bad happened to me, I try to lose more. I try to push myself more. Mm-hmm. So, how I start with the class I teach to Jenny was a uh, very interesting. A uh, long time ago, I was going through a, a situation, and this situation was really tough in my life. That was like a, that was a breakup, and. Uh,
0: why when, are the breakups always the hardest? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's, very, it's
1: very emotional. Why
0: does it mess yeah. with you
1: more than anything? Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> so that situation really pushed me because it's time when I feel like I lost everything. I, I decided to push myself and say, where's my opportunity to start over? I want to start to speak new stuff. Something that when, when I was in this relation, I couldn't do it. So I realized that when I w- also when I was in the relation, I was m- I was in myself. And I decided to, to start to explore, start to see, to do things in order in, to satisfy and try to find my... How I self. My, yeah, like yeah. my true self. I want to find who really I am. Mm-hmm. So one of the things is very interesting. A lot of people, I talk this to people. What I did was... Uh, I have two friends. And then uh, one day they tell me, oh, we're going to Colombia. And that's how everything starts. I'm a massage therapist. I've been working for massage therapy a long time. This career has been helping me a lot to gain touch with people and learn about energy. <clears throat> so when my friend tells me that they're going to Colombia on vacation, they say, okay, I'm going too. I need, I need to refresh my mind. I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So I jumped on the trip and then we went there. Uh, we was in Medellin. there was a beautiful city over there. We visit many places, and uh, in the same time, I was looking for try something called ayahuasca. When you when I was looking for that one, that was in in Peru or in Colombia, but in Colombia they call yaje. I contact the person that that run the ceremonies in Colombia, and I decide to to join to the group. They have a class that that week the weekend so me and my friend we went during that weekend that was just we went only for one night Uh, and that was amazing Stream that was tough (laughs) when
0: you when you decided or when you had the idea that you wanted to do ayahuasca Mm -hmm. um did you go with the intention of what it came with the experience that came out of it you know what I mean? Like, did you do it for the experience that you had, or did you do it for other
1: reasons? I want to do it because I want to try something new. I want to experience that. Okay. Because I was, <clears throat> one of the things that I was doing, I was doing a lot of research. I want to know about why it's more after uh, life. Mm-hmm. It's, a lot of people, when they hear this kind of talk, Many well, I can see right now a lot of people, is open. Mm-hmm. Their mind, people start to explore and themselves. So, but and then for me, I was that curiosity. I want to know why it's, why it's more about just the physical life that we have. I want to know. So ayahuasca, one of the things that was stu- I was trying to study, learn, and then the psychedelic effect on the people, how they can uh, rearrange the mind, how they can help. you. So I went with my friends, and that was a rough night. That was not <laughs> what I expect, because first of all, you have to drink this brew in a... Uh, don't taste good. I don't. <laughs> so, like? it, oh, it's like a bitter flavor, like an onion banana. <laughs> I I, I, take I, from, I take that one I take that from the, from the, this anime called uh, the Avatar. Because, but yeah, really bad. Like when it's sweet, it's worse. Because Ooh, when you think
0: could be better. No, when
1: it's sweet, because the fake gonna be more strong. So during that, during that night, I drink it th- three times. Yeah, I couldn't feel anything. I couldn't feel much. And uh, my friends, they drink it twice, and uh, they had a really good experience. Um, everybody's different. The third time that drink, when you drink for the first time, it's like pour yourself. You start to pour yourself and throw up, and then it's a really tough experience. But and then, uh, in the end, I uh, remember that, okay, I don't feel nothing. That, that ceremony is during the night. And then I went to the tent. I went to the tent. And I lay down there. And then I just tried to relax. When I started to relax, the, the weather is cold. We are in the mountain. And uh, I couldn't relax. But finally, some, I started to, to see something. I was laying down. I closed my eyes. i still awake. And then I start to see those colors, I start to see those bright lights, and then I start to f- see that kind of f- figure f- figures like a, like a shape. shave. But those shaves look like they have been right with lasers. It's really intense, really colorful. Did
0: did you know the kind of experience you're gonna have? No. Like cause you didn't like when you did all the research before you <coughs> went, you didn't know you were gonna well, like Purge and like,
1: yeah, I hear something like that, but then I was more like, a, I was more like into the, I want the psychedelic spirit <laughs>
0: <So> <laughs> because I
1: want to see what's done. You,
0: you wanted more to escape your mind, but you didn't know that you were gonna come out with the experience you had, yes. Okay,
1: so my experience over there was like a light dream that I can record right now, like it was yesterday, and this this dream was really very amazing it was um i saw like a, i start to see the colors and then i saw like a t- tunnel like you go through like a one one hole
0: okay and
1: then i started to go through that tunnel and then finally i start to see the figure of a person with a, like a rope and then this person come to me and i can see the color around that person was like a bright purple, very bright color, and everything is like a kind of laser color.
0: Did you recognize the person?
1: No. So, but the amazing thing is that mean, I didn't feel scared, the person started to come too close to me, and then I can see that the face was ugly, and then the, the, face, the face started to melt, and start to turn really ugly. Then, but I don't, they, we were told that I don't feel scared, I just, the only thing that comes to my mind is say, oh, let me fix you. And oh, wow. then that thing come to me, that person come to me, and then I can see the, the face start to turn nicer, and then start to form themselves again, then they start to be very beautiful in the end, that was a beautiful woman, and then, and then when I finish to, to fix it, and then I tell her, okay, now you can go, and then when finally she, go, she left, she go, I feel so much peace inside, inside of me. Like, uh, I never see, I never feel that kind of peace. Yeah. Uh, okay. Internal peace. And then uh, from there, that was like a small experience. So from there, that's it. They called me. They, they went to my tent. They called me. They had to do another part of the ceremony. But that was my vision the first time. Wow. Yeah. That was the first experience in ayahuasca.
0: What did you, what did you get out of that experience? <clears throat> Because I, well, listening to you, I could kind of figure out, like, what what it meant, but mm. for you, what did it mean?
1: Well, this, that was the first time. For me, the true, the truth, I don't feel much. I don't feel nothing. I just feel like it, that was a dream. But, mm. like,
0: because it's like you're speaking in metaphors mm-hmm. when you were you were describing mm-hmm. it because I think, because you and I, like we have very similar mm-hmm. um, goals mm-hmm. um, and it seems like you, you're the person that likes to fix people. You yeah. like to help people and that's what truly makes you happy. Mm-hmm. That's what I got off of that experience. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Well, that was the first one but then I have to tell you the second one. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they say... Well, we came back from Colombia here, and then after a week, a friend called me. One of my friends called me, in the, and they said, Hey, bro, thank you, thank you so much. Why? Why you thanks me? Oh, my God, I'm so thankful for you, for, because we did that in Colombia. But I'm so thankful. You're crazy, what I did Yeah, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> and then what happened, he, like a, he had really bad experience when he was young, and uh, he couldn't ride roller coaster, never again. He was traumatized because he got stuck in a roller coaster for hours, Ooh. and then from there he couldn't, ne- he could never ride roller coaster in- anymore. And then after he did the ayahuasca, he was riding all the roller coaster on um, Universal, Wow. and he was so happy. And then he called me right away to thank, thank- to me for me. I went to, um, that was okay, I had the dream, and then I feel just the release, like I finally, I fixed something and let it go. Mm-hmm. But and then I started to share this feeling with another one of my clients, and she tell me, oh, Camilo, we do this here in America too. We're gonna do it on Jupiter this day. And then I, if you want, we can ride together. And then I decided to ride with her, and I went to this place, and we did the ayahuasca over there. This time, that was not, Really nice feeling. It was really <laughs> tough. Why? Because um, we went there and then we drink, I drink it and then I relax and then I remember I was sitting in a chair next to a firewood, And then they had a nice firewood over there. So and then I started to feel the amazing. I started to feel like the amazing started to work on me. And then finally I started to purge myself and started to purge and I can't stop it and then I got so sick. This time I couldn't stop purging. And, uh, and then they get to the point that I was like a 30 minutes, like an hour purging. I couldn't stop. Finally stop, And then when I stopped, then I feel like, I, oh my God, so weak. And then again I start purging myself again. I was so sick. I, never, I, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm dying. Oh my was the, the, the pain in my leg. Do you, do
0: you eat before you go or you have to go on an empty, because what do you no, throw you up? No, you
1: try to be an your stomach because you want to be clean. You want to be try to have like a, a clean diet because if you drink coffee and then the coffee going to hide your system, okay. so you want to try to be like a vegan diet. So that the more intense thing is that finally the second time I stopped throwing up and then I. I rest a little bit and then I get sick again, start to try again, and then in the second time that was probably myself, I think that was like a, for 15 minutes this time, and then uh, I tried to open my eyes, I couldn't I couldn't open my eyes because the firewood was too bright for myself. It's like when you wake up in the morning, you mm-hmm. try to open your eyes and you can't. And then, uh, and then I start to, memories start to come to myself. But the most amazing thing is like I was going, I still going through the break, breaking up and then I start to see those memories so alive <laughs> that was there in front of me.
0: So it was like your breakup all over again, like your yeah. mo- moments of your breakup.
1: No, it's like a, it's not exactly that. It's like a, you start to realize where why you made your mistakes, why, where you, why you failed. And then, but I, you don't want to accept those things. And the instant that you don't, you say, no, but I don't want to fail, you got <laughs> sick.
0: <laughs> so like when you kind of <clears throat> give yourself that excuse, it's like, okay, yes, never the, mind. The, the,
1: your ego, the, that how they call, that's what they call the day of ego. When oh. you go through the experience, they call it the day of ego. Because you're killing your, e- your ego there. You yeah. stand that you feel like, a, you you think that you're doing something r- right, but when you know very well yeah. when you do something wrong. Mm-hmm. And then it's time that you feel that when um, you got sick. Yeah. And then finally you start to, that thing put me on the floor. People ask me if they want if I want help. They say, no, let me go through myself. I, could, I feel like I'm dying. I was laying down on the floor. We are blanking, shaking. Oh and then finally uh, I decide to forgive myself and say, okay, I made a mistake. And then I forgive this person. Now we can be in peace. When I say that oh my god, I feel so much peace. I feel like it, they break out was they cannot bother me anymore. Yeah. And I move on. <clears throat> wow. So after I move on, I feel like it, that is the solution it's like a I think Hyahua is something that's been helping a lot of people that have PTSD mm-hmm. or they have a drug addiction. Okay. Why? Because if you see this I think love is the same thing like a drug addiction. Yeah. Because when you feel, when you feel, why you, why people use drugs? Because they want to overcome, they want to, like, cover. Over, they want to no overcompensating. They, they, yeah, they want to cover the problem yeah. when the people use drugs. And then they just want to feel good. It's like when you people go drink, and then, you know, we break kind we drink. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then we want to, we just want to, we just want to forget. forget. Yeah. But it's the same, this thing, it's the same thing. They, think they don't give you, they don't uh, they, they don't let you forget they may you remember but okay. it may, may you remember all the details and then like that you can uh, see what you did wrong and then you can move on okay. and then at the same time you forgive the other person and, and then the hatreds or whatever bad, bad feeling that you have they go away and that's what happened to me and then I did it and then I feel so good. And then we drink the second cup. <laughs> and, then, and then another experience. And then I got another experience. And then that was a, another experience. And uh, I fixed that problem too. And then finally I went to a bed. I a, a lay down in, an, in another bed. And uh, I start to see things like I want to business. Like I want to do business. I want to do something with my life. Yeah. And then all the good ideas come because now I don't have nothing to fix, everything was cured. Yeah. So now I can move on, mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want. But when you, when you are in life and you carry baggage, and then you don't move on from that trash, mm-hmm. those things will hold you and drag you back, they will not let you move forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> so, and then uh, that is the experience of ayahuasca, it's something that you clean yourself to move forward. And then one time that you clean yourself, you, if you drink ayahuasca again, what they do is to head that you will find the solution to any business or any um, problem. But when I say problem, it's about that you, any plan that you want to do, but you don't know how to do it. You they, kind of
0: find a solution. The
1: solution. You okay. find your path to move forward or, or to develop a business. Okay, really so helping. what is
0: the next date? What,
1: what are we going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so... That was the the great experience, the big experience of ayahuasca. So how I I start to develop those class? Well, but
0: first of all, uh-huh. um, let's talk about the foundation. Okay. Because I know we're, we're we have the experience and stuff like that, but it's the ether foundation. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> what is that? What explain that?
1: Well, this come because all these things with the ayahuasca and um. I'm from Venezuela. I came here long ago, but then, uh, Venezuela right now is in really bad situation. All right? A lot of poverty right now. The corruption is really bad. It's always been bad things in Venezuela with corruption, but now it's... Even worse. Now it's worse. Yeah. So, one of the things that I realized with, with all these things that I've been studying is that I want to do something with my life. What I mean is that... Uh, yeah, I want to I want to worry and know money is necessary but I don't want to do it just because I want to have money. I want to do find my job or find my goal. Yeah, I want to die doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to find a job just because I want to have uh, properties or want materialist stuff or I want to make money. No, I want to what I'm trying to do right now is something with purpose. When I build the foundation I do that with a goal or I want to help those kids over there. Why? Because I used to be in that, be in that situation. I was really poor in Venezuela, and I made, I made my way. and I came here, but then what happened? There, a lot of people was like me, and they are like me right when, I, when I was young. They don't have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. They want to do something like, but they can't. So I think Interf- with ITER Foundation, I want to give opportunity to people. But the other thing with ITER Foundation is I realized we need to educate first. Mm-hmm. Why? Because a lot of people, when we are young, our parents or the societies, they teach us, oh, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer, you have to make money, so that you can have a family, you can have your business, you can have your big house, and you enjoy, and then you die. Yeah, like
0: the
1: American yeah, dream. the American yeah. I don't want that. No. No, I realized That's that. That's not life. That is not the life that I want. And, uh, what I want right now is do something with my life that have meaning, mm-hmm. like something meaningful. So what I, with the Eater Foundation, I'm trying to build something where I can do it for the rest of my life. Yeah, I can grow When I'm not here anymore, I can let something for the next generation. Mm-hmm. So when I teach my classes that and with the Foundation, that is the education that I try to teach the people first. Okay. I want to help them to understand why it's life, how, how we should manage our life. Because a lot of people right now are seeing so much stress because they don't know what they're doing.
0: And it's emotional pain, too. Yeah. It's, it's hard <coughs> when you are so set. when. And I think um, this is as parents not saying that they do their best. Parents mm-hmm. do their best regardless. Mm-hmm. And we don't come with a handbook of how you should treat your child or what you should do. But they... Um, they enforce um, certain things that they learned when they were children, and that no longer really applies because the world is constantly changing. Yes. There's always change. There's always things that are different, and people grow in different ways, um, and I think that people are feel so judged. Mm-hmm. Um, because of what they were taught when they were kids and, and they are so close-minded that it's hard for them to keep an open mind in today's society. And that's when you hear like people are being bullies. You see like Facebook things and social media. Our parents didn't know what that was, but now we're dealing with it. We're dealing with different technologies and different things and now it's so much more stressful. Life is so much more stressful. There's so much more anxiety. Um, student loans, people are suffering with student loans. And it's, it's a constant. Like, yeah,
1: this is the thing that's happening right now. Because, look, with this technology that we have right now, life should be more easy, enjoyable, enjoyable no more anxiety and stressful. Yeah. Why? Because we have all the technology and all the benefits. Right now, we don't need to go and hunt for food. <laughs> we, go, we go to Walmart or we go to Target, whatever, whatever you prefer, and you can have food there, and you can buy food for for a month.
0: You could go online. Yeah. Now you could do online grocery yeah. shopping.
1: And they take you the they take the food to your house. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get out of your house. But and then, if we have all the benefit, why people is not happy?
0: And I think people are very money driven. And I think, yeah, you need money to survive, but at the same time, it's greediness. Like, and, um, when we don't have technology anymore, when we don't have Wi-Fi. The other day, I was literally walking around Lake Eola trying to find my car because my phone died <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't click on find my car and I was just like, I am never going to get home. We rely on technology so much that once we don't have it, what's going to happen?
1: Oh no, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I know where to my car. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't want to lose my car, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but also technology should make our life easy. Mm-hmm. But um, the other thing is like a, instead to use technology to be more connected, we are more disconnected. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to disconnect a little from technology to connect ourselves with with the with the society, society, with the with the neighbors. There's,
0: a, I feel like there's a loss of humanity. Yeah. Like there's a loss of compassion, empathy, sympathy. Like, I feel like now that we're looking through a screen or even when you go out, like sometimes I go out and I sit at the bar just to so people watch and there's a couple next to each other just on their and phone. The phone. The <laughs> I know it's so horrible. It's, what's the point of going out on a date if and you're, you're gonna on, be your on your the phone? phone. You it's don't crazy. interact anymore with that person. Yeah. And I think that's why I feel there's a lot of failed relationships mm-hmm. because the communication is lost.
1: Yeah. The thing is like, I, look, it's not like before. I remember when, when I was in Venezuela. Uh, I was working no because I had to work because I want to work, but then the same time I study. I have my friends. We don't rely on phones or that technology with the iPhone, nothing. So every day at six o'clock, we know that we get dressed and we're gonna meet our friends,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we don't have fun. Okay.
0: And you know where to go. You yeah, don't even yeah. have to be like, "Hey guys, I'm on my way." Like yeah. you guys are already yeah. there. Yeah, they
1: they they know that where we're gonna meet because we already talk, and then we had that connection when we don't have the technology. Mm-hmm. But and then if we had the technology, and then we just text, and when you text, you I think we lost the the passion, the the the. the Connection. I don't know, the love.
0: You know what? Now (laughs) that you're saying that, I am more um, close to my work friends Mm -hmm. than I am with, like, my roommates. Because when you're at work, you can't really be on your phone. Mm -hmm. So, like, you're kind of forced to have that conversation. Yeah. But when you're at home, like, you're watching TV, you're on your phone, like, you're you're separate. You're Mm -hmm. together, but you're separate. Mm -hmm. Huh, interesting. Yeah,
1: it's true. Mm -hmm. It's, um... I think uh, when I teach my classes, everybody has to throw the phone, okay. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> because I, can, I don't want any yeah, disturbance. But um, one of the things that I teach in this class is create a connection. I try to, when I teach this f- class, I try to make the people, first of all, to relax. And then one time the people relax, the pe- I try to make the people disconnect from all the dramas that they have outside. And after that, it's a whole step. Mm-hmm. Branding, after that, I build the environment so like that other people can feel connect mm-hmm. with everything they're surrounding. You t- you, take the, you took the class and you yeah. know how that feels.
0: So <coughs> I took the class in a very good point in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel it was the perfect timing and I feel like, like we've been friends for how long? Like I want to mm-hmm. say like over maybe 10, Ten, years. Years. Ten like, years. Like we've been yeah. friends for 10 years. Um, and we, we always circle back to our friendship. We might not talk for, like, two years and the third year and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, like, when you told me about this class and I took this class, um, I've had a... i have had I remember time.
1: you said, yes, I did <laughs> yes, I need it. I need to do it.
0: Um, but I, I was just like, okay, it's a three-hour class. First, I got to figure out <laughs> taking the time for this class. Second, I have to be on a vegan diet for three to four days. <laughs> And third, I can't eat or drink four hours in the class. I'm like, god damn it. I'm gonna do it. I need it. I'm gonna do it. So I was so stressed out Mm -hmm. when I showed up, like I I was breaking out in hives Mm -hmm. like the whole week before. Mm -hmm. I was to my point at work with my personal life, with everything. I was, I felt like I was drowning. I felt like somebody had a rope around my neck, Mm -hmm. and all I had to do was jump. And when I took this class, it kind of, I reflected back on what I need to change. Mm -hmm. Um, I cried. (laughs) I cried, and I knew that I was my biggest problem. Like, I was holding myself back, and I was letting people hold hold me back. And, um... (laughs) I think that was the beginning so now I want to take another class so I could figure out how to find my solution just how your experience was because I I self-reflected and I knew I had to change and I knew I had to do something to get out of the environment that I was in mentally yeah. not physically in a certain environment but mentally um, and I suffer a lot like From insecurity Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I consistently need to have validation from whether it's my parents or a significant other or or just a higher authority in my in my head but that doesn't matter Mm -hmm. like cuz I'm what matters and um I think and I posted on my Instagram something that I was I was thinking about um, I am more important than my fears.
1: Yeah. I, think, I think one of the things that I do, <clears throat> that I've been studying uh, with the yoga is that... First of all, let's talk uh, let go by a little bit. Yeah, because <laughs> because within, I want to explain a little bit about yoga, okay? How I start to teach the class because uh, when I was uh, one day I, I was taking yoga class I want to I want to learn more and more and then uh, I went to this yoga class that was I was the only person on that that day over there the lady the lady was kind of hairy and then he gave me the class very fast and uh, and then we do what they call savasana and then when I did the Savasana, I was laying down the floor. And then, and as soon as I did the fa- Savasana, I started to gain the same stage, like I was in Ayahuasca. And I was, wow, what is this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no and when you were explaining your whole ayahuasca experience, mm-hmm. it's kind of what I experienced in a minor level, mm-hmm. what I experienced yeah, in the class. Yeah.
1: So I was I was in that in that stage and then say, What is this? What I feel like I'm in ayahuasca. <laughs> and then but uh, the good thing is that it's not without the throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to throw up <laughs> and then and then uh, uh, I say, oh, my God, what is this? And then I say, well, I need to figure out what is this. And then I flew I fly to India, and then I flew to India. <laughs> I want to study in India. Oh and then goodness. I went there, studied my program, my first program for yoga. And uh, I did it because I want to learn more about yoga. I want to go to the root. So <clears throat> over there, they teach me the philosophy. The philosophy was the best part. But then also, I learned a lot about culture. What happened a lot of people here in America. You ask them that's one of my big question when I start the class. Mm-hmm. I ask the people, What do you know about yoga? What's yoga? And I, I even
0: told you the same answer mm-hmm. Oh, exercise,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's exercise yeah. for your body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody <laughs> thinks it's exercise, but it's not yoga. Is a, uh, uh, the word yoga is mean union, and then when the when you practice yoga, you want to will add this union between your body and your mind within everything and then what you do is that yoga has many steps they have mantras they have asanas and they have a meditation and then uh, what happened with the mantras is something that we use to count the mind it's like a praying you go to church and then you start to recital, recital, the recite, recite mm-hmm. the the Ave. Ave Maria, for mm-hmm. example, Ave Maria, Ave Maria. <laughs> <laughs> so that, <laughs> so that, mean, that thing made your mind calm down and made you talk, stop. And then when you stop, you, you, stop, you, you talk and then you can start to feel peace and then everything starts to f- flow nicely. And then you can see things... In the right way, because when you are in stress, you act in compulsive state, mm-hmm. state and then you will not answer in the right way. Mm-hmm. Just how you see when people are in, in stress or it's anger, better don't talk to them. No. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, what happened right now, everybody's in stress. Mm-hmm. And when I say stress, it's not about the stress uh, about fighting, it's because the life that we choose right now, we want to work. And you want a big house. You become a big doctor and you want a big house. And then you don't know that the big house is a big jail that you're building mm-hmm. for yourself.
0: And it's a bigger problem.
1: Yes, because then now you have to work harder because you have to pay that bill. Mm-hmm.
0: You have to maintain then, it.
1: So why you have a, um, why you work, why you study? It's not because you want to have the money to enjoy life or you want to have the money to just show someone else that you are successful but mm-hmm. your life is it's stressful, yeah. And I, I know clients, people that they tell me, "I'm going. I I used to do this job, and then I go to my house, I park my car, pass through the kitchen, go to my room, and then the morning I wake up, go to my kitchen, go to the garage, and they never enjoy the house."
0: Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm.
1: So with this, we we saying this yoga is um is not religion, all right? It's not exercise, okay? Mm-hmm. Asanas. The exercise part is because you have to do in order to release the tension in your body. And you can sit and meditate for a long time, all right? So mantras is something that you repeat over and over. And they have really nice mantras. They have beautiful messages. But then when you repeat those messages, you start to like put the seed in your mind. Mm-hmm. And then you start to see beautiful things. And then you start to build something new that is the real yoga it's the steps there are many steps so when i teach my classes that's what i do i try to make the people first of all i need to relax the people and then i start to we start to do the asana to prepare the body and then after that we start to do, do the on and we do I do the on like the mantras, so like that, the people relax. Mm-hmm. How you feel after the um?
0: Ma- Honestly, for the ums, I felt awkward. Yeah. Because since I was the only girl, like I could hear all the deep voices going, um, mm-hmm. and I'm the- like, ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 yes,
1: I know what you mean. But it, it's nice because when you do the on, everybody together, you're gonna feel that tuning. when you feel that tuning, you feel like you connect with all the group. And it's amazing. hmm but in the same time you relax. And then after that, now you know I play the music and then I create the environment and then everybody start to go on their own dream. She's like an astral, astral body. The people start to get out. I, I made the people get out of the body. Yeah. And it,
0: it really was because I, I felt like after, when I was laying down and I was like doing the breathing and stuff like that, I felt like I was like a Little Mermaid or something. Mm. I was in the ocean. But I could breathe. I didn't feel like I was literally drowning. I felt like I could breathe, and I have so much open space to swim. <laughs> and, and that, to me, like that's what has stuck in my mind, mm-hmm. you know. And like I always go back to like a metaphor. Like I am not drowning. I am just learning to see the bigger picture an understanding that I could breathe throughout it Mm -hmm. and see all that open space. So that's kind of how I reflected on it. So it's, it was really great. It was a really, really good class.
1: Yeah. That was, that was the goal of the class. And then after that, and then uh, the people, I had this class, that class was just for three hours. Now, I learned that I had to do one for one hour, <laughs> because <laughs> when I invite people for three hours, people say, oh,
0: three hours. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> so now I develop a class for, for one hour, and I had the class for four weeks. In the four-week class, I teach the class, and it's amazing, because I teach all the steps slowly, so like that, the people can digest And at the same time, they go home during one week and they practice. They come back next week. I teach the second part. And then they go back home to practice. And when we finish the class, I'm not lying to you, but uh, how you see those gurus in India when they sit and they don't move? Mm -hmm. Well, those people was like that. Uh, I think we start to do the class. Yeah, soon we start the music. They are just in, a, in another space yeah. and then another state. They just relax, they don't move. Like this lady that she was there for like a, more than 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and I can see, I keep watching her, and her hairs don't even move. Wow. She's just like a statue. She was stay there, and when the class finished, and we asked everybody, everybody was traveling all around the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah they feel happy people yeah. cry but it's like it's not about uh, about crying a painful it's like a release yeah. and then when you finish the class you feel peaceful mm-hmm. but that's not the only thing that i want to teach you about a class one is the cleaning when you go like the ego then you fix your problems and then you realize that you need you can move forward and then you the life life is something very simple But we we are drowning in our past, Mm -hmm. in our memories.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's what I I love that you said it, and you've said it to me a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Um, They're just memories. Your past are just memories. Mm -hmm. So you have to (coughs) embrace that memory, but move forward. Like
1: oh, this experience. Look. This is the thing why we came to this life, we came here to avoid life, or we came here to enjoy or, and fight because that's my goal right now. Yeah, going, yeah, going to do something, I want to embrace the most I can.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, still working on that. <laughs> and,
0: and All it's, right? you, you're always gonna be working yeah. on that
1: because I want to do things, but and then because I don't know how to push myself time, and then I have to push myself, mm-hmm. but uh. That's what I, th- I think when a uh, bad situation come to me, I push myself hard because I'm gonna show that I can do it. Mm-hmm. Right? And then that's the thing, I think that's my drive. I want to show that I can get, get up and move forward and, and get better.
0: And I, I think that's just what it is though, because like we said, failure, um, you could either choose to live in that failure mm-hmm. and not try again and stick to that, or you can grow from it and learn from it fail again grow from it learn from it and keep
1: that is the way that how we should live life Mm -hmm. we came here to enjoy and to fail and move forward alright and learn from the failures the problem with a lot of people why the people I know that why the people is not successful because people want to do something they fail and then they back up and they never keep trying Mm -hmm. but if you fail and then you fix and then you keep moving you fail again there's gonna be a moment that you're gonna succeed Mm -hmm. alright But then what, the other thing I want to teach in this one, I want to help the people to move forward and succeed. But at the same time, I want they realize that they are gonna do something that's meaningful because the more sad the people, more the sadness thing that I can see is that you succeed and you not enjoy and why you for what you succeed. Like I imagine that you are you build a company. But and then you build a company for the wrong reason and then when you build a company that's going to be a trap in the end. You don't want your mm-hmm. dreams to be a trap. You want your dream with something that you want to enjoy for the rest of your life. Until mm-hmm. you die the day that you die or the day that you want to just let it go.
0: And I think that like your purpose and, and my purpose too is we want to succeed to help other people succeed and keep it going. Yes. Because. Like, there's, there's nothing better than seeing somebody grow. Like, mm-hmm. your son, mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in years. He's mm. taller than me. Yeah. And it's just that I used to carry him and throw him in the pool. <laughs> like, to see him that big and, you, you know, like, to see him grow, like, that's the same thing that, like, happens internally. And that's what you want to help other people. That's yeah. the reason why you want to help other people because you want to see – other people succeed and be, have that happiness that you have. Yeah.
1: I think that is, think that is my drive. Um, some people tell me, like, uh, you cannot be helping everybody. but uh, And then I made mistakes helping people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to lose the drive to do something good. Yeah. Because if we don't try to do something good and let something good when we let this error we left this life. Then what is gonna be for the next generation? What I gonna, gonna leave for my son? Mm-hmm. So I want to. That is my drive. I want to do something, build something that we can teach that one. We can I can teach the people. I can teach the new generation, the new the kid, that when they go for a dream, that go for the dream, that they is meaningful. Mm-hmm. Something that is really good and they can help for the for all people and they can leave something behind. Mm-hmm. This is like example. You know, I don't believe much. Um, uh, how I can I explain this? I be, I, I'm I. very skeptical, right? Very... I don't believe in religion, mm, right? i know right there yeah. with you. I know religion, but I, this is the thing that I learned about this thing. When you do practice your religio- religion, try to practice in the right way. Why? Because... The, I know that there are many, but they all all those come with a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. The problem is when they manipulate it in the wrong way, and then people do wrong things.
0: And it becomes extreme. They yeah. take it to the extreme. extreme.
1: But and then if you really follow anything that you believe in the right way, and then you will see that you can let something go. Religion say that you is heaven and, and hell. Okay, if you want to go to heaven you have to be a good person, right? If you want to help, and then you have to be a bad person. But and then, What
0: makes you good or
1: bad? Yeah. This is the thing. What makes you good or bad? It's just... The, like, if for example, right now we have this problem with Iran, all right? We are lucky that we were born here. That people... Then we can say that those people over there, they're not lucky because they were born in another country or people that was in Venezuela. That's what right? they make out of it. Yeah. But it's... Yeah, exactly. What you made about that. But it, the thing is like... One time... With that you... They buy... Good and bad. Now... That's the problem. I want to share this. One. The fruit of life, the The tree of lies... And good and evil. Right? I read the Bible. Okay? I yeah, like to interpret the Bible. The Bible also says... You have to interpret this... By your own. Okay? You cannot... You cannot listen other men. So... Imagine... If it had the fruit, and may encourage Adam to eat the fruit. And then they eat it. And then one time that they, they eat it, they know they are like a God and they know what's good and bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, what I realized that is the real fruit is this. You are from America. I'm from Venezuela. So imagine I'm from Venezuela and then I and then you can see that the people, you can say, oh, I'm American, and a good person. And then, and the people from Venezuela, you say, oh, they are a bad person. Or the people from Iran, they are a bad person. But it's not. Because what about the person that is living in Iran or me, I uh, was in Venezuela. I think I'm a good person. But maybe you, in America, I think that you are a bad person. But I, that is the fruit. One time that you think, you start to classify the people from good mm-hmm. and bad. That's the fruit that you cannot eat mm-hmm. because one time that you divide the people from race, mm-hmm. color, yeah. now you are thinking the wrong way. You mm-hmm. are making a, the big mistake in life mm-hmm. because now you're separating people, you're dividing people and you create that frontier mm-hmm. that we create chaos it's creating yeah, chaos right it's now.
0: like the fact that we classify at all the, mm-hmm. fla- the fact that we categorize people in certain places demographics the fact that you know there's poor and there's rich and there's middle class just because i'm poor doesn't mean it means i can't get the education that a rich person can get just because i'm middle class doesn't mean i can't hang out with the poor because i need to focus on trying to be rich yeah like it's it's a constant it's it, it sucks that that's how society has made us think. Yeah. And it's it's very unfortunate. Oh,
1: well, that, that happened to me when I was little. Uh, I was poor. And I remember uh, with the, in Venezuela that I said poor or rich. There's no middle class. Yeah, I remember how people just um, classify the poor people from the rich and how the rich look by the poor and the poor look by the rich. And that's why we have all that problem in Venezuela because... The division that we have there, mm-hmm. and then how you can move forward, how you can evolve, evolve if you don't, if you don't get together and open fix, your you know, yeah, and open your mind, work together. Mm-hmm. So that is the real fruit and that's, that you can eat.
0: And that's the union that yoga and your classes teach mm-hmm. is to open up your mind and open up that space for different. Yeah. Possibilities and different ideas and different mm-hmm. solutions to issues. Yeah, so. what
1: I what I have right now is this these programs, but and then what I want to grow is something very big. Yeah. and that is my dream, and uh, I'm trying. I do want to do my best to build that, and then that's why we are here. Yeah. try to do this, trying yeah. to do this.
0: <laughs> and I am I'm so excited. Um, now that I kind of have. little bit of my life together because i know i was out for almost like a month i know i was trying to raise you (laughs) i was out cold for a month but now i'm getting back into it like i don't want to sit on this project anymore Mm -hmm. um and that's one of the main reasons i wanted to do this podcast um so i can offer these classes to my listeners and have you guys experience something new something different and um, definitely we'll come out with different dates and we'll, I'll go ahead and keep posting and keep you guys updated on different classes and different times that we're gonna have it. Mm-hmm. But we are definitely excited to get this going and get this um, project happening. Um, again, this is called Ether Foundation. Um, I'm here with Camilo and you are listening to thoughts unspoken (laughs) so i'm glad to be back and i am looking forward to continuing and doing more podcasts and keeping you guys updated on new things that are happening and just different topics as well so um you know don't stop listening and if you could get other people to listen and if you could see that this is helping you and this could help other people um let them know tag them and um yeah it was a good time guys All right, you guys have a good night, and Camilo, you want to say something?
1: No, have a good night, and um, uh, thank you, Denise, for this opportunity, (laughs) and we're going to move forward. We're going to keep pushing this.
0: Yes. Thank you. All right, guys, have a good night.
1: Bye.